Warning. The following contains biblical content, raw gospel, sudden and spontaneous worship, and something not preached everywhere, the Word of God. This is church formatted for the internet. Coming up next, now here they are, saints on a mission from God. A lot of times it's just like there's a, there's a battle going on. And it's yeah. it's a struggle. I don't know about you two guys. Well, I know there I is. know Kevin. There is there is there a, is there's a struggle all the time, you know. And I'm thinking, because why am I feeling crazy? Because I know the promises. I spend time with him. I know he's alive. I know he cares about me. Yet uh, the enemy is just trying to distract me, sidetrack me. That's what he's trying yeah, to that's do. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just like a switch on a railroad track. I mean. He's, yeah. He's up there. Uh, putting stuff on the rails yeah all the time yep and like the word says he and jesus is interceding for us 24 hours a day and why because we need a lot of help <laughs> i'm raising my hand yeah that's me you're talking about me kevin yeah, that's right you're talking about me yeah uh, so how are you doing don i'm doing well thank you um is the weather nice not, there uh well it has periods of niceness um <laughs> This is the part of the summer. Part of the summer is just hot and blazing and nasty. And this is the part of the summer where it's hot and nasty, but there's at least one shower a day. Oh, okay. And oh, yeah. So it's it's kind of the rain. It's the equivalent of the rainy season. Psalm 18 is, uh, yeah, our focus today. And uh, that also is, is like a new believer's class. Um, it's, a, it's a testimony. It's a... It's a uh, it's a story about how much God loves you and what he'd go through to, uh, to pull you out of darkness, to rescue us and his ongoing love. However, the, uh, you know, David, David at the time um, had to have quite some faith to be able to, uh, to, be able to write this psalm as a testimony to, to, to God, pull, recognizing him and pulling him up above the, you know, the sins of the past. And, so much like uh, you know, we can go through that daily, you know, looking at things that bother bother us, you know, and uh, that's uh, I think I did that two weeks in a row. You know, I start writing down things that bug me, you know, like like uh, an irk list. You know, what what irks you this week? <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah, I get that from uh, um, the Tonight Show, uh, Tariq the. Uh, lead singer in the roots he uh, he comes up with an irk list now once in a while and oh. and goes through it and talks Tariq. about yeah Tariq some things like uh, I can't remember it of course I can't remember any specifics now but it's something like you know toothpaste tubes you know why they get all gummy on the top and it's obviously not from him because there's other people in the house and you know <laughs> and stuff like that irks him <laughs> as far as comedy but uh, anyway, those, uh, yeah, then, uh, then I let myself self uh, stew in those, in those irks. And, and uh, then I'm thinking, well, this must be from God. You know, we should have a podcast on this, you know. But um, when it comes down to it, no, that is not from God. <laughs> and uh, we shouldn't have a podcast on that. And we should uh, cast all of those cares and irks upon God, just like the psalmist does here. 
in first first recognizing who God is and focusing on his goodness rather than the badness in the world around us. And, and a wise man told me this two weeks in a row. I mean, I went, yeah, I mean, I, and it was, wasn't until this morning um, when we were texting, um, I think Sandy texted me, uh, you know, what's up this week? And I was totally thinking we were going <laughs> with my latest irk list. And, and, uh, and, and then, uh, you know, I just sat, sat back here and real quiet and trying to listen to the Lord and Psalm 18 is all I got. So, oh, is that all God? That's a uh, that's, <laughs> that's tremendous. Wow. You know, I, I think about it just to share a little for our audience. You know, I, I've been having uh, mountaintop experiences and then just in the pits, you know, and uh, trying to figure out, well, what's going on here? But I realize when we get together, like the three of us right now, I can feel my spirit being lifted up, you know, and I and I hope all the people that are listening that that happens to them too, because we have to keep going back to our, just like Kevin was saying, uh, you know, he had to spend time listening. Wow, what a concept, because that's right. the Father wants to talk to us. He wants to talk to us. And I always go back to in the cool of the evening when Adam, when Adam and Eve would talk and meet with Father God. And that's always been my goal. And uh, that's the goal of, uh, of our podcast too is how we can experience God. How can we get to know the Father? How can we get to know the Son? How 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 do we get to know the Comforter? You know, how do we get to know the Holy Spirit? And uh, my uh, city group on Monday, uh, that's the new series at the church I go to, um, uh, is talking about or what they're focusing on is how do you get what is God like? What is the Father like? And it's like uh, I love that. I mean, I think that's uh, I think that's worth pursuing, and that's why I like Psalm 18 too. You know, I mean, Kevin got Psalm 18, um, and it's like, yeah, yeah. That was the uh, like I mentioned mentioned earlier in our conversation. Uh, Psalm Psalm 18 was first sermon I preached in a public place was Psalm 18. That's awesome. And it describes you know how myself and so many others um, you know come out of darkness and to follow God's glorious light. Mm-hmm. And it also shows that uh, time does not have to be perfect to hear from God. Mm-hmm. Even if you're in the pit, <laughs> God will hear you. I get right to uh, uh, verse six of Psalm 18, and this is the Passion Translation, which I, I don't know if you, are you familiar with that at all, Don? Oh yes. yes, it's a great it's translation. Wonderful. But here's a, it, it follows just what Kevin had played in being in the pit. It says, "I cried out to you in my distress, the delivering God, and from your temple throne you heard my troubled cry. My sobs came right into your heart." Wow. And it's like, I'm, I'm just wrecked just reading that, and my sobs came right into your heart because that's the way our Father is. That's how He wants us to come in our distress, in our, uh, I'm, I'm speechless, guys. I mean, I, I put an asterisk by that. My sobs came right into your heart because when we cried out to, to him in distress, the delivering God, you heard my troubled cry and you came and my sobs came right into your heart. And it says he heard my voice. Yes. I mean, not the, 
the voice, voices all around me, he heard my voice in particular. Specific. Specifically. Mm. And then look at his reaction to the voice, to our voice. He sees yes. our song and says, the earth trembled and quaked, the foundations of mountains shook. I yes. Mean, he's feeling with us. Yes. This is Almighty God showing that he empathizes with us. Right. And it goes on to say, because he was angry, but that realization when he rescues you that he's angry at the sin yeah. and not me. Right. And rise and pulls us up out of that pit above that sin. Mm. Mm. Right. And then I look in uh, verse 9. He stretched heaven's curtain open. I love that. And came to my defense. Mm. He stretched heaven's curtain open. And I relate sometimes when my wife was dying from Lou Gehrig's disease, disease the last couple of days she was alive she was in and out of heaven and it was just like a thin veil a thin curtain that she could enter into and then i look at this and it's just getting to me now because I, I wasn't prepared for this right now but i'm prepared because i'm hearing from him but he he opens up the curtain of heaven so that we can see him and he comes to our defense and how does he come to us he mounts the cherubim and flew yes. He soared in the wings of the wind. Wow, what a vivid picture. And Kevin, I always, uh, uh, Kevin has done messages. Uh, he had a message on suddenly. So anytime I see suddenly in scripture, I think of Kevin. But in verse 12, it says, suddenly the brilliance of his presence broke through with lightning bolts and with a mighty storm from heaven, like a tempest dropping coals of fire. The Lord thundered, the great God above every God spoke with a thunder voice from the skies. Wow. I mean, talk about vivid imagery. Like you said, Don, it's like, boom. It's like, I mean, mm -hmm. are, 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 I hope people are feeling this or thinking of, or looking at it. Look at Psalm 18 when we're going through this because it's just full of vivid imagery and how powerful God is, how powerful he is and how much he cares about us. And suddenly that is, uh, I think that comes down to the individual, like you're focusing on yes. what's going on around you, but okay, the suddenly. light came on <laughs> and yeah, suddenly right. I realized that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, the things happening to me. It wasn't uh, my identity is in the Lord mm. is what it comes down and to. And he was right with you. That's right. The whole time. The thing is, we get caught up in our own crap, you know, thinking or, or irks and stuff. And it's like, he says, just focus on me. Put me at the top of your list. That's what we, you know, he wants us to focus on him. Here we go. Here again, we look at verse 17. He reached down into my darkness to rescue me. He took me out of my calamity and chaos. Wow. Any calamity or chaos in Any, your life? Anybody uh, ever Anybody have, out there? Have, have right. Anybody had that? Yeah, this was written wow. by, uh, you know, David, who had lived some 20 or so years as a fugitive. Hiding in caves? As a man who had lost everything. He lost yes. his safety. He lost his youth. He lost his family. He lost his career, career. He lost his rights. And he lost his connection with the covenant of the God. Hmm. He lost his comforts and at times even lost his close relationship with God. Despite all, he rem remained steadfast in the Lord and God in his timing. God delivered D David and fulfilled the long-ago promise of his anointing. 
you know, like I, I was saying at the end, he took me out of my calamity and chaos and drew me to himself. Talk about personal. God drew him to himself. That's right. Taking me from the depths of my despair. Wow. Wow. Any despair, guys? We can leave that, uh, <laughs> leave it right there. Yes. <laughs> Just walk away. That's right. Walk away. You know, a lot of times it's tempting to say, I'm in distress. God, where are you? What are you doing? Mm. And we have a picture here of what God is doing. <laughs> we may not realize it, but we need to have this posted on the wall for those times when we're in distress. This is what God is doing. He is, um, he is flying. He is coming to our rescue. He is drawing us to him. Um, and in verse 14, he shot his arrows and scattered the enemy. With the great bolts of lightning, he routed them. Uh, what an amazing picture of God going to battle for us. Mm -hmm. Wow, just, just going on. Um, verse 18, but the Lord held on to me. Wow. You know, mm -hmm. he, he, draws him, he draws us to himself. He holds on to us. His love broke open the way. Verse 19, and he brought me into a beautiful, broad place. He rescued me because his, his delight is in me. That's right. Wow. Beautiful. Gosh, I just, this is, this is so rich. He rewarded me for doing what's right and staying pure. I will his, follow his commands and never stop. This is David speaking. He rescued me because he delights in me. Yeah, and he says, uh, the psalmist says, For I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not wickedly departed from God. Wickedly. In other words, God knows that uh, we are all sinners, yet he has died for us yes. to take those sins away. And that, in, in that, uh, the psalmist can say that I have kept the ways of the Lord because it's not in our own strength that we can keep those ways. That, that's or right. we'll slide right back into the pit with worry and anxiety, stress, fear, anxiety, stress. all the angst. All the disses, disgust, mm. disease, disenfranchised, distrust. Yeah, I could just see God. He says, you want to see uh, disruption and... And Disruption. anger, I mean, he, it says uh, just in his voice as he uttered hailstones and coals of fire mm. mm -hmm. stretched out, lightning came, the very mountains and earth shook, you know, between, beneath his, I would say beneath his breath as he, as he shouted all these things out. God is a jealous God and he was angry at the world and what was, what was uh, inhibiting this child of God, mm -hmm. this one individual. Yeah, this attack on him. This one person, this mm -hmm. one soul. Yeah, he cares about each one of us, each soul, individual. There is a progression starting in verse 25 about God's reactions to us and to others. To the faithful, you the blameless, you show yourself blameless. Mm -hmm. To the pure, you show yourself pure. But to the devious, you show mm. yourself shrewd. You save the humble, but bring low those whose eyes are haughty. It's just interesting to see how God responds in kind, sort of. Uh, are yeah. we faithful? And we can we can assume God will be faithful and so on. And 28, for, for you, there God, yeah. will light my lamp. The Lord, my God, will enlighten my darkness. You know, he will show me my, my sins 
but then cover them over and enlighten me because I was not one blinded with haughty looks. And we have to allow him to do that rather than turning our head and focusing on whatever keeps us from separated from God. Yeah, yeah, he has to illuminate that. But then we have to see that. Oh, I like it what it says. Well, he is the light. Right, and in your brightness, I can see the path ahead. And so it's through his presence, being in his presence, as he and he brings that lightness, because he is light, just like you said. Right, um, and there was no light in the pit. No, just darkness. Thank you, Lord, for rescue. And this brings a boldness. With your help, I can advance against a troop. Mm-hmm. With my God, I can scale a wall. And those walls weren't short back then. No, they weren't. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Right. Amen. For it is written. Yes. And in, J- in John 15, it says, Apart from me, you can do nothing. So I like to uh, put those two verses together because, yeah, I think I can do something apart from him. I don't think so. No. All your promises have proven true. Verse 30. All. Does that mean all, guys? That's right. All, all your promises. Absolutely. All his promises. We've got a whole book here full of promises. Yes. Yeah. You know, have we focused on some of those? Ooh. That's a lot of that's a lot of podcasts. That's that's a lot of there are a lot right. of promises. That that might even replace the evening news. Thank you, Lord. You that's go. what we need that, to hear. With good news. I hope I yeah, I hope this is brightening you folks that are listening because this is really you know, all your promises are true. I it's just I'm just I'm just taking that all in of God's goodness and how he is and how he, he rescued me and cares about me. And he sets me on high places, you know, high above spiritually and uh, teaches my hands to make war. Yes. So that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. Ooh. He's teaching us how to handle these stresses of the world so that we can, we can rise above them and see the see the good in it yes and uh not be stressed knowing that god is in control and we're not and we're not right and this is not intended just for perfect people as in verse 30 it says as for god his way is perfect the lord's word word is flawless he shields all who take refuge in him that's right just some all have to be perfect all Okay, now some basic questions. For who is God besides the Lord? And the answer is nobody. Nobody. That's right. And who is the rock except our God? Nobody. 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 Yeah, we used to sing that in church, those verses. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that was a, um, well, it's a totally different podcast again, but, uh, you know, how the, how the, uh, how worship, the actual singing part where, people are connected to God has changed over the years and it shows it shows um, it shows basically the youth not wanting what they were shown or given but wanting something real and uh, back then when when Sandy was mentioned that that was right after the Jesus movement that's right and uh, people wanted more scripture we wanted to know what is the truth you know what about God so what would, what do we do? We're singing the scriptures. And uh, the latest one that uh, is uh, people want something real. They want a relationship. They want to belong. 
and they don't yes they don't and still just like 30 years ago the youth don't feel they belong in their grandfather's Oldsmobile huh. you know they they the, the songs of there there's been many changes through throughout the years but uh, the latest one is I want to be a friend of God and the uh, the top songs that are sung by large groups of youth I mean large groups and uh, that that is the uh, thinking of the, uh, the youth at this moment and then there's the enabling of God that comes through in the next few verses uh, it is God who arms me with strength he keeps my way secure he makes my feet like the feet of a deer he causes me to stand on the heights all of these are enabling statements the things that he helps us uh, get ready for the battle he trains my hands for the battle my arms can bend a bow of bronze um, you make your saving help my shield and my right hand sustains me your help has made me great you provide a broad path for my feet so my ankles do not give way all of these are enabling statements these mm -hmm. are things god does for us uh, to withstand the battle yeah, you and you you enlarge my path under me, so my feet did not slip. And I've I've uh, well I've I've experienced that <laughs> in the past. Um, you know, the, with the verse that says he set me in a broad place, but that was uh, the sto story I brought up about seasickness on this um, small sea that we live by. And uh, I was so sick, I was hanging over the rail, thinking you know death would be. A nice thing I'd be my if I drop myself into the lake I'd be uh, the 40 degree water I'd have some relief for five minutes and then it been been all over and that was uh, I mean I wasn't obviously wasn't serious about that but my mind it did cross my mind once I got to shore I was so thankful to be set on a broad place on a on a huge round planked dock <laughs> that I literally got on my hands and knees and crawled to the ground mm. and just thank the Lord for uh, for his steadfastness and his his uh, firmness in rescuing you in rescuing me like verse 36 you set me free from captivity and now I'm standing complete huh. ready to fight some more so we are complete in him you know I mean apart from him we can't do anything but in him we can do all things and we are complete and that was always a goal that was always what I wanted to be I wanted to measure up and I realized that he accepts me just as I am and I do measure up to him and he says let me take control of your life instead of you because it doesn't work very really well for you and he knows me better than I know myself and I can trust him and all his promises are true he never he, he just wraps his arms around me, and I know that because of him, I can go through every day of my life and, and, and be in victory and to share that love that he's shown me. That is so right, Sandy. That's like in verse 49, it says, This is why I thank God with high praises. That's right. I mean, you, you, there is no other God like him. I mean, we need to praise him because that's who he is. He deserves all the praise, and he is our strength. He is my strength and my strength alone. I can go into battle because of him and I can reach out to other people and not be afraid in that reaching out because he takes away that fear. He says, I'm going before you. 
just like he did before David. He subdued all of his foes. All of the foes, he subdued them all. And so he goes before us and we just have to be aware and listen to him and follow what he's telling us to do and uh, let him open up the curtains of heaven and let him empower us through his greatness and not mine. That's right. Uh, so after reading this, uh, does God want individual Christians to have greater power, prophetic insight, and supernatural abilities to heal, deliver, bless, and to save those in need? Yes. <laughs> not much question about it. Yeah, that's, that's yeah he right. wants us because that tells people about who he is, who God is. God is the healer. He is the triumphant. He is the one uh, that, that deals with all of our fears. He makes us on solid ground. He puts us on solid that's right. ground. And that song is, I have a friend in God. There, amen. That's right. Amen. No amount of titles, um, position, or works that we can bring up can, uh, I mean, if you think about it, what do you want on your gravestone? I've thought about that. What, what, what did you want on yours, Kevin? I, I would say um, he was a friend of God. Ooh, you, you know what? I, I, yeah, I love that one can too. That, but can it's, you get any higher than that? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I want, what I wanted on mine is that it, he knew Jesus. There you go. That's that, what I That's I mean, it right that's there. That's it. Too. He knew Jesus. I want people, when they see me, that they, they, they can see Jesus in his love, in, my, in all my faults and frailties and stuff, because I love him, that I want people to know that I know him. That's the, and, I, and I have to share that with others, just like Kevin, you do, and Don. We, you know, it's like, we, we have to do that, because it's such a great gift. I mean, that relationship is everything. He is, he is everything. Yeah, we've gone uh, 35 minutes here. Do you want to uh, wrap this up in prayer? Sure, yeah, yeah, I'll pray. Father, we just thank you for this time. First of all, we thank you for you, for who you are. Because you're high and mighty and you're lifted up, you care about each of us individually, and we're, we're so thankful for that. We love you, Lord. Just pray right now that uh, people that are hearing this will, will come to know you, and Lord, that yes. they would just uh, give their lives to you, and you would make, you would take darkness out and put your glorious light in each person and that they would feel your presence and feel your love. Lord, we just thank you until we meet again. Bless the people that are listening to this, Lord. And uh, we just, uh, we go out from this time to just share the gospel and share your love and your life with everyone that we meet. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Pure Gospel Network is an intergenerational, Christ-centered, not-for-profit internet mission church, a network of believers from many different backgrounds who are passionate about reaching out to others. Your Voice in the Wilderness, a church online since 98, now known as pgn.church, operates 100% on your tax-deductible donations.